Happy Monday, everyone. This is Kaylee Chella reporting. Former presidential advisor Amaros Manigault Newman said Sunday that she secretly recorded conversations she had in the White House, including her firing by Chief of Staff John Kelly in the high security situation room. It was a highly unusual admission, which immediately drew fire from allies with president and national security experts. Part of her conversation with Kelly were played on air when she appeared on NBC's Meet the Press to promote her new book, Unhinged, which will be released next week. The Associated Press independently listened to the recording of the conversation between Omarosa and Kelly, in which Kelly is heard referring to potential difficulty in Omarosa's future, quote-unquote, relative to your reputation. She said she interpreted his comments as a threat. In her book, Omarosa paints a damning picture of President Trump, including claiming without evidence that tapes exist of him using the N-word as he filmed The Apprentice reality TV show, on which she co-starred. Omarosa said in the book that she had not personally heard the recording, but she told Chuck Todd on Sunday that after the book had closed, she was able to hear a recording of Trump during a trip to Los Angeles. She said on the show, quote, I heard his voice as clear as you and I are sitting here. But the other recording she discussed Sunday could prove equally explosive. Ronna McDaniel, chair of the Republican National Committee, said, quote, Who in their right mind thinks it's appropriate to secretly record the White House chief of staff in the Situation Room? In the recording, which Omarosa quotes extensively in her book, Kelly can be heard saying she can look at her time at the White House as a year of, quote-unquote, service to the nation and referring to potential, quote, difficulty in your future relative to your reputation. Omarosa said she viewed the comment as a threat and defended her decision to covertly record it and other White House conversations, describing it as a form of protections, saying, quote, if I didn't have these recordings, no one in America would believe me. A day after tensions between police and community activists nearly boiled over on the University of Virginia's campus, the city of Charlottesville marked Sunday's anniversary of a deadly gathering of white supremacists with a rally against racial hatred. But some 115 miles away in Washington, the principal organizer of last year's Unite the Right event was scheduled to hold a so-called white civil rights rally, and police were preparing for crowds of counter-protesters. Jason Kessler, who abandoned his bid to stage a similar anniversary event in Charlottesville, said in his permit application that he expects 100 to 400 people to participate in his event Sunday afternoon in Lafayette Park in front of the White House. President Trump won't be there, though. He was at his golf club in New Jersey. The number of people at Kessler's event could be lower than his estimate and likely will be dwarfed by counter-protesters. Some leading figures in the U.S. white nationalist movement have said they won't attend or have encouraged supporters to stay away. But the mother of a woman killed when a car plowed into a crowd of counter-protesters at a white nationalist rally last summer has visited the site of the attack to mark the anniversary of her daughter's death. Heather Heyer's mother, Susan Bro, embraced supporters Sunday in downtown Charlottesville. At one point, she asked the crowd to raise their fists in solidarity, and she laid flowers at a makeshift memorial. Rose said there's still so much healing to do. She said the city and the country have a huge racial problem, and that if it's not fixed, quote, we'll be right back here in no time. An explosion in northern Syria killed at least 36 people Sunday and wounded many others, but the cause of the blast wasn't immediately known. The opposition-run Syrian civil defense, first responders known as the White Helmets, said the blast occurred in the village of Sarmada near the Turkish border. The explosion collapsed two five-story buildings, burying many of the victims. The Britain-based Syrian Observatory for Human Rights put the death toll at 39, including 21 women and children. An opposition media collective known as the Smart News Agency said the dead included civilians as well as members of the Al-Qaeda-linked Levant Liberation Committee. The observatory said an arms depot in the basement of a building had detonated. It said the depot was run by an arms dealer close to the Levant Liberation Committee.
That's all I've got for you for right now. To stay up to date on all things breaking news, you can follow me on Twitter at Kaylee Chella. That's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Chella. Or of course, there's always at Anchor. See you tonight.